Hello and welcome to another episode of the FPL Hangover Podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone on things FPL related. We are coming to you on the 27th of September. The Brighton and Crystal Palace match is almost finished which means game week 6 is almost finished. And we've got plenty to discuss and a full house to help me break it all down. First up, Paddy, how are you getting on? I'm good. I'm glad to be back as usual. Um, oh, I suppose if you're asking me how I'm getting on FPL wise, uh, terrible. But uh, always uh, the glass glass half full, and the other half delicious. <laughs> we will be sure to to dig a little deeper. Um, but you're not alone. We've got a. Some people might remember him. We don't know. It's been it's been almost two weeks, but he's graced our our shores once more. Seamus, how are you getting on, my friend? Yeah, yeah, good, good. Um, had to get back on. You know, I have to discuss how my wildcard's gone in the couple of weeks since then. I'll try my best to replace Ash, who did uh, last week, so it's good to tune in to hear that. Yeah, no, that was um, that was great crack. Uh, big shout out to uh, FPL Chief, FPL Hints, at FPL Hints. I keep mixing it up because it's like Chief at FPL Hints. But uh, yeah, he, he was uh, phenomenal to talk to, and I... Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, keeping in touch with with himself, but uh, you know, it's it's back to a bit more a bit of normality this week. Uh, it's just the three of us, kind of a normal enough game week. Nothing major. I know Paddy's a bit down, but there's you know the the average is what I think it's sitting at maybe thirty eight. Yeah, 30, yeah, something like that. So it's you know it's I think pretty. It's 38. It's pretty fucking low scoring week. It might have gone up tonight, but after the Brighton Crystal Palace match, after after tonight it'd be closer to forty, I'd say. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it was thirty eight uh, before this uh, this game, which has just finished. And like I was saying to you just before we hit the record button, just as we hit record, Malpe scored an equalizer for uh, for Brighton. So that's uh, I don't know how that's impacted ranks. I haven't really been looking at live FPL. Uh, it gave me twenty k uh, raise. I'm I'm all the way up now to one point. One million one thousand, so I'm delighted because <laughs> I, I was one million twenty two thousand. I think my rank it was the exact same um, now after he scored than it was uh, just before he scored. I think it doesn't seem to have changed. It seems to be off, yeah. Oh. Sa- Sa- Sanchez that. has got a bonus point. He's not, is he? Yeah, he's got. Um, Mine he, hasn't he, refreshed, so that's. So he's. Let's uh, let's let's three points. Break. Take a breath, okay? This is this. It'll all make in five minutes. We'll know exactly where where everyone is and what it, what it's all boiled down to. But uh, you don't understand how important the Sanchez <laughs> bonus point is to me right now. I know, I know. Yeah. Paddy, how about you tell the listeners how your game week six went? I can tell okay. by your tone already. Uh, I'll dive. I'll dive right in. I just want to echo what you guys said about Ash. It was great having Ash on. He's a phenomenal manager, and we actually were lucky enough to have him on while he was celebrating. 10 years of FPL hints and uh, it was pretty cool that he, he joined us so diving right into the game week I um, as you know I had um, I kind of foresaw this a wee bit because I, I knew Bamford wasn't playing but I decided to hold him because I wanted to keep my two free transfers um, I, I, the, the only other player I was looking at was Jimenez and uh so that kind of hurts a wee bit. Uh, anyway, Antonio, eight points, which was nice. 
Uh, Ronaldo was captain, like every, most people, I guess. Um, not everyone, so, Patty. There's one. Not everyone, no, but <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll get to that. Poxy motherfucker. But um, we had Jota, seven. Uh, Salah, seven. And then I had an absolute mare with Traore not even getting a sniff from City. Uh, or sorry, Torres not getting a sniff from City. Uh, Traore coming on with a few minutes left or whatever, one point. Uh, the Wolves defense keeping keeping me hopes alive. There was six points from Cody Christensen. I was just happy to see him start, and it's, and I'm going to hold him now. And I had Trent Alexander uh, one point, and of course I have Sanchez at sitting on three points. So all out, I could say 38 points. Um, big drop again, red arrow, but. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, like, you're talking about Traore. It's a good thing Traore came on because uh, your team was kind of... Like, it's the bench was 0 zero, zero anyway. So, I mean, that's that's one yeah. point in the bag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I mean, I'm, I'm... How many players, like, as in, okay, none of your three defenders... Played. Williams didn't start this week, no? Or did he just... No, cons- Williams... My, my, my other... Uh, um, Williams didn't start, and I started... And Gilmore start. got zero as well, Gil- so he, he Gil- didn't Did Gilmore not start, or did he no, get, like... Gilmore, I don't think Gilmore started he didn't. either. Um, didn't so, no, he start. didn't start. So, wow, man, you're, and I had Bafford and Ailey had... on the bench. As well. If, if Traore didn't come on, you would have had eight players this week. Now, yeah. he came on and got one point, so you had nine. But, like, that one, that's guess, a, you know, that is such a rough week. Such I, a rough was, week man. I was kind of expecting a bad week, you know I mean? But I wasn't expecting it to be as bad as this. But also, I stuck to my guns. You know, I've stuck to the guns of my plan that I've been talking about for those last probably two weeks. And now all of a sudden, well, we'll get into it later. Maybe my plans might change, but that's where you two experts come in and I'll be chatting to you about mm-hmm. that. I'm going to throw it back to you guys. How, you, you must have done better than me with 38 points. Yeah, no, I mean, it wouldn't be tough. Like, that is a rough, as Seamus says, a rough-ass fucking week. I think there's a lot of bad luck with it in, in the sense of, you know, just so many players not playing, like Gilmore, Williams, Torres. Uh, the Gilmore situation is interesting because, like, he's someone that a lot of people leaned on as a... You know, someone that would start every game, like a banked, uh, you know, banked ninety minutes man, yeah, you know, for four point five, and that's two matches now that he hasn't started. So, I suppose that's gonna like we need to you need to keep an eye on that because there's a lot of people are using him as that fifth midfielder. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the week was a bit better for myself. I'm currently sitting on fifty seven points. Uh, oh, the defense were absolutely abysmal. Uh, not a clean sheet to be found. Sanchez, Trent, Shaw, Rudiger, uh, Shaw with the um yellow card and subbed off. I think I saw someone make a joke like say it in the group chat. And I just thought they were taking the piss. And then five minutes later, the penny dropped that Shaw wasn't... Because uh, I had just got up. I missed the first 20 minutes of the United match. And I was trying to kind of find my bearings or whatever. And, uh, yeah, the penny just dropped. That that was... Uh, that's that's true. Shaw did go off fucking that's injury. Cold that's the cold hard fact. Because, like, you know, we, we did our wild card in the same game with Seamus. And one of the differences was I decided to stick with Shaw. And you um, had the two premiums. So you obviously saved a bit of money somewhere else and whatever. But Shaw was a, a differential uh, between the three of us. And I was like going, oh, okay, 
you know, it isn't something like I think in game week one we all had him, but now it's just me and there's two nice fixtures and then I can shift him to Chelsea or City asset. And uh yeah, for the Aston Villa match ten like that, I was oh, it was that was that was probably my low point of the week. But uh, I can't complain then when I get into the midfield because Dukure, Rafinha, Salah, Jata all return and Dukure, he was uh, a big uh, big uh, kinda uh, differential for me this week so didn't expect a double digit from him and uh, yeah the front line uh, Jimenez, Antonio, they both got some returns, delighted to see Jimenez uh, finally hit the back of the net and uh, to top it all off the, the cherry, uh, Ronaldo Captain Blank, so um, all in all 57 which is a good a good chunk above the average and I'll take a green arrow, I think it's brought me up to I don't know. well done yeah, up up and around the top 100, 110k or something like that. So I'll take that. Um, Seamus, you had a similarly successful week, I believe. Yeah, it was close. It was a green arrow. Um, so yeah, I, I wildcarded like you said last week too, and uh, I can't even remember. I, I had a huge green arrow last week, uh, but I was like two hundred. I was two hundred k, and I ended up at sixty four k after last week. Um, this week I've gone up again, a uh, small bit more. So I've gone up to, it looks like about 42, 43K. Yeah. Um, so that's like that's a pretty decent sized red uh, green arrow. Um, I scored 55 points. Um, the highlight of the week is it was the, the bittersweet highlight of the week was probably a player I didn't even have. It was a player in your team, in fact, Timonis. And I didn't realize you had him in his at the time. But uh, when he scored that goal, I felt kind of super happy for him um, because it looked like a real striker's goal, a hunger, a hungry striker's goal. You know, yeah. he pushed his way through. He just outfought. Uh, who's a Bednarak? In fairness, I thought it was shy defending, like really bad defending. But uh, then Salisu was coming across, dives in, and then yeah, I think like for no reason whatsoever. And then Bednarak comes back and he dives in. When he scored, I was like, yeah, get in, son. So now I was waiting for. I said it before. I was waiting for him to score before I consider him, but. His reaction when he scored, it looked like uh, the reaction of a man who hadn't been fed in a while, who got his first meal going, hmm, this tastes nice, I want more of this. So, yeah, I could with their good fixtures, I think you could be on to a, a winner there. Yeah, well, it's taken long enough. I mean, we've been talking about him and his <laughs> since, I think, game week three, and I jumped on him nice and early, hoping to catch that, uh, that you know, that uh, kind of fucking crest you know get that wave before it really catch that wave, yeah, catch yeah. That wave before it really took off and uh you know i was very very fucking happy to see it going this week but like i don't know i suppose part of me is he got a couple of bonus as well he did so, he... i mean like yeah, and that's the good thing about him and there's a lot of time when he scores you know yeah, get your bonus. Yeah, and hopefully the, the floodgates open. I was very uh, impressed with the hat coming off last week. I know people gave. I saw a few people kind of saying, "Oh, you know, oh that shouldn't happen," or they weren't too happy to see him whip the headband off. And he was wearing it again this week. So I mean, obviously the medical staff were also like, "You're keeping the headband on," but uh, I thought you know that was a sign of someone who is fucking determined. You know, it was a statement. It was a statement, exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy for the guy. I think that's what I was trying to say. I was like, I was more just happy to see that story have a, a you know come to its natural conclusion finally. Because imagine it just went on for another fucking six months, and it's just like, oh, <laughs> this is no, yeah, no, it's good. Because you do, you see players come back and they don't really fully fucking get there. There's been several times, especially in FBL, you see weird niche kind of players that maybe a more casual football fan wouldn't. Uh, someone like your Jimenez is, I don't know, we can't think of any to hand now, but you see them and then they kind of disappear and you're like, oh, fuck. Meet you. 
Michu is a classic example. No, yeah, he's a he's a world of his own. But uh, yeah, so t- but he wasn't he wasn't the only kind of Wolves player, of course. I mean, the regret I left behind in that game is I had two Wolves defenders and I hedged my bets because I'm a big sissy girl and didn't want to play two Wolves defenders and I wanted to play Liveramento, so I was really praying for a nil also. And it was and a nil all was... for a certain amount of time because that's what yeah. that's what I was looking at. I was like, fuck Seamus now and he's double clean sheets <laughs> and I have my of him and it sitting there. So I soon I was on a trip, the trip was about half an hour and it was still nil nil just before half time when I left. By the time I arrived at my destination, it was one nil Jimenez. So I went I went in absolutely beaming. I was like, Oh, oh there we go, fuck. And but I mean, I will say this, I mean, like Southampton were the home team and Livermento looked super attacking and I just I've enjoyed watching him the few bits I've seen in like matches. I, I don't know if I've really, really watched this Southampton game apart from when United played them. Um, but yeah, I think it was, uh, anytime I watched him, he's looked good. I wanted to kind of, I knew I'd probably be watching that game. So I said, I'm going to have one from each. Hopefully, as I, I thought I had nil all written all over it. Um, but yeah, the remitter nearly scored. You know, it was a good save from Sa, or Sa, Sa <laughs> at the time. And uh, yeah, I, I was. I was kind of really hoping he'd, he'd get attacking points. But then when it was um, 1-0 Wolves, I was like, no, no, just stay 1-0 now. I'll, t- I'll take I'll take eight points from my two players. That was that was more than enough. But I kind of feel like if I gambled, I could have gotten Cody's points who were sitting on my bench too. But like, I wasn't going to drop, for example, Rudiger against Man City, despite the fact they were playing Man City, after he got me like 14 points the week before. And you mentioned that actually, that was... I dropped Shaw the week before and that was one of my last minute decisions on my wildcard. I had Shaw in there and I said, nah, I'm just going to go Rudiger now. So then in game week eight, when I roll my transfer in, in, in game week seven, when I roll my transfer in game week six, I can get on double Chelsea defense. That may not happen now, but yeah, I, I went to him early and was rewarded. Really luckily, I suppose. I, I can't really call it anything else uh, last week, but I had a bit more luck this week if you look at who my captain was, because that was not meant to be my captain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about that, Seamus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it ended up on Salah. That's where the armband ended up. But it was meant to be Ronaldo, and I'm not really sure what happens. Yeah, you drink a fifth yeah. of vodka. I swear. <laughs> no, but that. But coming from a manager of Seamus's caliber, like oh. I was shocked that happened because I mean, like, you know. I always see like I have a few casual mates on the on, on the WhatsApp group and you'll get the odd one say, Oh, I had the captaincy on fucking you know, the highest scoring player that week and you just know you're like, No you probably didn't. But when it happens to Seamus, that's where you're like, Oh my god, it it actually did happen. So is this do you think like on the app or, or what happened, Seamus? Can get how the fuck did this happen? Because no, 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 no. I'm a manager who thinks that once I set that captaincy, like that's it, the, solid. Just you know, I'd never, I'd never make that mistake. I don't think. Before you, before you explain yourself, Seamus, I think it needs to be said uh, to the listeners that Paddy has been giving Seamus stick for this since before we yeah, started recording. Is- I think Paddy really, really looks up to Seamus, and to see an FPL manager or an expert as Paddy calls him, uh, forget to 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 check his double check his captain. I think is really upset him, Seamus, and I do think uh, yeah, you have a bit so of hard. explaining to to do. I know, I know. Like what? This is what our fourth season of this podcast. This is our like fourteenth season playing the game, and I can honestly say this is the first time I've made this mistake in maybe seven or eight seasons. Okay, like I'm not going to say it's never <laughs> happened before. Something like that can can happen maybe in the time, but maybe seven or eight seasons. I say that's the first time that, and I give grief. We have somebody in our group chat i'm gonna call him out here ian 
like every week it's like oh i knew there was something i forgot to do i forgot to set my 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 game week team and i was like yeah it's not a friday kickoff it's a saturday morning kickoff how have you forgotten to set your team but i just guess the man has a life more than more than you and i do chair but uh yeah this week it, it was the consequence of me rolling my transfer last week i think I kind of was, I always knew I was rolling my transfer. I set my team. The real decision was my captaincy. I just left it on Salah from the week before because he was my set and forget captain before this week came around. But I was like, I made the decision kind of early enough in the week, maybe like by Wednesday. It was like, no, it's going to be Ronaldo because uh, I wasn't kind of, I thought, look, there was a higher ceiling for goals in that game. <laughs> Completely wrong, by the way. Um, and I also just felt like um, that. I was also kind of it was a kind of almost a shield pick in that I was saying you know if, if Ronaldo bangs and I wanted to watch the match that was the main thing I want I was like I'm going to want to watch this match yeah and we, when I'm watching this match I don't want to be rooting for Ronaldo not to score so I and I brought him in and I was like if I brought him in I brought him in for a reason yeah. I don't want to captain him one of these weeks you brought him in on your wildcard so, specifically to target that yeah. game week. Uh, a lot of yeah. people had him for a captain and Seamus yeah. did you see my tweet I don't know if you guys see my tweet but I tweeted out like at the start of the game, the the warm up. I looked at when the team was released. I saw the team and I just tweeted, "Us oh, is going to be a bloodbath. Can't see anything but a bloodbath for United against Villa here." And I wrote Ronaldo, and I done three ball emojis. Like I I was like convinced we were going to annihilate. So it was Villa. you. So it was you yeah. that jinxed. You fucking United. did. I knew yeah, you were no good. Sorry. I I wasn't really wrong. There was a bloodbath. We lost Shaw. We lost Maguire, <laughs> and Ronaldo touched the ball three times. So I think he pressed. You know. I think I read or heard today that he pressed five times in the entire match, and compared to Danny Ings, uh, who went off in the 70th or 80th minute, who pressed. 20 times it could be 29 times but it's minimum 20 times so uh, yeah but I want my striker to get into goal scoring opportunities not pressing actions like Danny Danny Ings is like a non-penalty XGI this season of like 0.3 or something stupid like that he's not getting goals like that's all good for the team but I'm only interested in fantasy returns here, so I'll take yeah. Ronaldo banging off 20 uh, shots a game. And, and Ronaldo doesn't work that's... like that. He's a guy that could be standing there, as as Matheny said, and uh, the next yeah. time, you know, the game. Yeah, just he changed. can. So it's... he can go completely yeah. from like uninvolved, just like Lukaku actually, which is the big question uh, this week. You know, uh, we saw it in the Villa match, a very quiet game for Lukaku, and he comes out with a double digit return. That hasn't been the case this week a blank against City, Chelsea being put to the sword 1-0. Um, but the fixture swing has happened. It's the, it's the focal point that I think a lot of wildcards were based on. A lot of people have been looking at this game week seven uh, change in fortune for Chelsea. And uh, the Ronaldo-Lukaku issue, that's, I think, the big question now. Seamus, you have both, so I'll, I'll throw it over to you first. What are you thinking? Are you sticking with Ronaldo? You already have the Lukaku thing solved, so you know what's yeah. your plans? I have two free transfers, so yeah. Part of me was thinking I probably wasn't going to keep Ronaldo long term anyway. He was kind of going to be in here for their good fixtures up until or as far as the Leicester game, and I probably was going to get rid of him in game week. That would be game week eight, yeah. Game week seven is the Everton game, yeah. So game week eight, I was probably going to get rid of him. Or maybe game week nine, if I felt that United were in good form and he was, if he's banging in goals, I would have kept him for the Leicester game because Leicester aren't doing very well at the moment either. Um, but now I'm thinking, oh, you know, my, my plan moves today were meant to be 
Jota downgrade this week because, you know, Firmino is going to be back. It's going to be a tough game against Man City anyway. Um, and it would allow me to go to someone like in the 6 million range or 6.5 million range. Gives me an extra million to upgrade the likes of Marcel or Cody to a Chelsea defender. That was my plan. Okay, best laid plans of mice and men, as you know. And now now you're looking <clears throat> at Ronaldo a bit. I, I know that just was... based on what you've been saying, it's like you're, you're definitely questioning that. Yeah, no, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you my options. I think I, I, I kind of might have mentioned him earlier. Um, I don't know if Paddy heard him, but so my, so instead of going for that option now, which because I got the two free transfers, that would be straight swap. You know, then I would keep Ronaldo. I'm thinking maybe I just go off Ronaldo now. I think Antonio might. I, I want Antonio. You know, now that he's back, I think I'll just get him back in. I think Antonio could score the same amount of points as Ronaldo this week. It would free up a ton of money. I could then use that extra money to go, you know, Marcel or to to that Chelsea defender or maybe even Cancelo. But they're they're playing Liverpool, so I'm not sure I want to go to Cancelo. But Cancelo is the one defender I'd really like, even more so than a second Chelsea defender. But Chelsea have the fixture, so I think maybe I stick with my plan. Um, But I'm thinking, you know, you know, Wolves have who are they playing this week? Newcastle at home. Maybe I just play. Yeah, maybe I just play my two Wolves defenders and then I just sell sell Jota. You know, Jota could become, you know, and then, at the minute the plan is uh, for Jota is Gallagher, Saka or uh, Smith Rowe, possibly one of those, one of those three. But I'm thinking I just I just keep him, bench him and turn Scarlett into, like I could have him and his Antonio for Scarlett and Ronaldo this week and then bench Jota. And then I'm in a good position. It doesn't have to be him and his. It could be Bamford yeah. if Bamford is you're back. You're saying you want my front line. You know. what you're saying. <laughs> um, oh yeah, is that I have Antonio Jimenez and Ronaldo Lukaku. will turn into Lukaku. Yeah, I'm going to wait. Post thing with me. Champions this is League, definitely. But yeah, I'm leaning that way. Yeah, I, I, and I want to get your opinion on this because the one thing that's putting me off this year is, and Ash mentioned it on last week's pod a lot. So he mentioned the uh, the effect of ownership mm-hmm. impacts. Okay, and you know, captain. I mean, he was talking about captaincy more than anything else. He was saying make sure you kind of captain that uh, the highest uh, effective ownership player that you're probably going to be up against this week. And you can kind of tell from polls and fantasy football scout and things like that who that's likely going to be. And last week, that was kind of what edged me towards Ronaldo along with the fact I wanted to watch the game. Peacefully, um, yeah, yeah. No, I got lucky. <laughs> I got lucky. I'd end up with Salah. Um, and Salah could have had a, like... A Salah could have had a hat I mean, he could have had... Yeah, well, but, he... she, but Seamus, she did think Ronaldo would probably score the most points as well. That was it, yeah. I and mean, that's why yeah. I went for it. Um, I didn't think Brentford. There was, there was would be a lot of things over. pointing in that direction, like effective ownership, uh, scoring most points, yeah, and wanting to watch him. So Ronaldo's effective ownership in my rank uh, this week was 148. percent So if he did anything, I was screwed. Okay. So like I know he's he's still going to be there's still a chance he'll be captain this week, but I think people will be a bit more frightened of that. But like Salah isn't going to be captain because he's playing Man City as much, so he could still be around the same. Um, if I think a lot of people are going to sell him, I'd be more inclined to sell him. But if his effective ownership is that high, then even if I go to Antonio, and Antonio Who also will have a, a match pretty heavy so, uh, EO. Yeah, he's this is the thing. This is why I'm thinking of going to him might be might be pretty okay because, yeah, he will kind of compensate a small bit. But yeah, I think I think he matches him. So I'm kind of thinking. And look, Antonio's just playing better. This season than any other player, you know, any other forward. And look, he was 
I, I felt aggrieved when he scored. That was my low point of the week because I was like, he was the one player I knew would hurt my rank. And he scored that fucking goal. Did, minute injury time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, if that wasn't for that goal, like my green arrow, I think looking at a refresh live FPL that night, and it says, um, my my rank post auto subs is going to be about forty four k. So like, I would be thirty five k if it was that goal, because a lot of people, have, not a lot. Yeah, but imagine what you'd be it. if you had Antonio um, and had to go. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so um yeah uh, look that's that's my thinking it's gonna be one of those two moves you know jota to some like smith row brighton didn't look amazing today uh, but they were missing basuma if i thought basuma was going to be out uh next week too then someone like smith row could be a good option uh or saka who who's who would uh, who is who I'd been originally identifying as the replacement. So, but now I think Smith Rose is more of a, is a better option. Than the fair two enough. So you're Ronaldo still in the team at the moment. What about you, Paddy? Um, do you just have Ronaldo? You don't have the Chelsea cover up front yet, do you? That's something that I've been wanting to get towards, you know? I like, you know, when look, I wanted a piece of Lukaku for a while, mm-hmm. but I couldn't get there. And I was quite content because I've always thought in my head that Lukaku doesn't really do it against the big teams you know and that's something that's been spoken about it might be a lower but this last two games he hasn't uh, he hasn't done anything mm-hmm. I was quite happy with that I was like well thank god and I've had Ronaldo I know Ronaldo had the blank there this week but my my plan and my, my original plan always was was to get these two transfers because I do not want to sit looking at football without Lukaku and my team for these fixtures that are coming up. And unlike Lukaku, Ronaldo actually can do it against the big teams. And I'm going to 100% keep okay. Ronaldo. I know a lot of people are doing the switch, and that's cool. Is one of those players, you know, I don't care what age he is, I think that he's just fixture-proof. So I'm going to go into the... I'm going to use my two free transfers... I'm going to go Antonio and Bamford out, and it'll be Lukaku. And so I'm going to have that Lukaku and Ronaldo, you know, double up, up top. Yeah. And yes, I was looking at my midfield. It's going to suffer. You know, if I didn't go for Lukaku, I could probably make improvements in the midfield. And I know maybe there might be a few people out there that maybe, like me, have Torres and Traore and Jota. And I was just looking at Torres. I've kept him this far. And, you know, I get past this Liverpool game. Maybe I want to keep him for game week 8, 9, and 10. We're sitting in Palace. So yeah. I'm, I'm, at, I'm at peace with, uh, you know, with that. Making my, my double transfer for the Lukaku. Triori I really want to get rid of. But, again, maybe I'll get rid of him the following week. Because I don't want to get... I'm, I'm not too concerned about getting rid of him against Newcastle. You know, that could be a last yeah. hurrah. And then looking at Jota, I know Firmino, Firmino was on the back, is coming back, but you know he started 60, 68% of the games he's been available for. Uh, you know, for, since he joined Liverpool, this is I'm talking. These are stats. I'll just jo- say he played his first next. Since he's joined Liverpool, he's played 68% of the games he's been available for. He's been benched eight times. He came on eight times for an average 21 minutes. Uh, um. 
He started 62%, 19% without Firmino, and 43% with Firmino. So those are kind of stats that I'm looking at. And he's doing the business at the moment. So it's a, again, I feel comfortable having him for another couple of weeks. I think it's um, I'm able to fix these situations yeah. within time. You know, going for making my my original I, plan. I would so, be concerned uh, about getting rid of Antonio. That's the only thing I would say. I think you could yeah, do I know, I know. a mini wild card in the sense of like you have your two frees, and if you threw a minus four on top of that, and did Torres, Jota, and Bamford, <laughs> and turned that into Lukaku and um, a you know a, a four point five mid and a like a cheaper mid. I don't know. We talked about several Gallagher. Uh, there's a, a few different options floating around the place at the moment. Mm. Um, six point five Rafinha, like I mean, Jota down to a six point five. Yeah, Rafinha definitely. And Torres down to a four point five. That allows you to turn Bamford into Lukaku, I'd imagine. And that's the way I'd be. I just wouldn't. I just think Antonio is. Uh, I don't know, Seamus. What do you think? Am I am I talking shit there and and being an armchair FPL manager? I'm. No, no, no. I'm glad you brought me in because like Antonio and Bamford are the same price. I appreciate. That you know mightn't get, yeah, no, they're the same price, it's cheaper. Um, like if you're thinking of selling Antonio to get Lukaku, you can just do Bamford to get Lukaku. So I don't really understand. But he was thinking of selling both Antonio and Bamford to get to Lukaku. Get... Oh. Okay, I need yeah, to sorry, sell yeah. both. To, I need to sell both to get to no. Lukaku. And yeah, Lukaku, Lukaku's fixtures are ma- are magic looking, like Southampton, Brentford, oh. Norwich, Newcastle, and Burnley. Like in... and can I just tell you what like. Bamford's fixtures are Watford at home, Southampton away, Wolves at home, Norwich. Away. Bamford's. Do you want to sell? Have, him? We have an on. We have an on. No one returned it. Mm. Yes. Well, that's the other question. What's the story with his injury? I don't know anything yeah. about this. Is, it, is there any expectation? Depending there's, there's no or? news at the moment. So I guess it'll something we'll have to revisit on spaces on a Friday. <laughs> a Mick Foley plug there. If there if ever in your was one, Patty. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> If I were in your position, Tommy, right? I, we said it, I think, a, a couple of podcasts ago. Um, you got to fix your weakest link. I think, you know, selling Antonio, who's probably one of the best players in your team, to try and shoehorn in Lukaku is, yeah, I think that's that's overthinking. I think I would be focusing more on, you know, the fact that Torres isn't starting, Treore didn't start the last game, and they won, so they'll probably there's a good chance they'll stick with the same starting 11 next game. Gilmore didn't play, you know, Ailing is injured, Williams isn't playing. You've got a lot of players the there. And, and, like, Jota mightn't start the next game now with Firmino back. So, like, Antonio, I, I think I would even just go without, if I'm in that position, I would go without um, Lukaku exactly. this week. I, w- I would get a Chelsea defender in before I get. I have a Chelsea defender. I get a second. You know, I would sell. I would. Chelsea's like, a owner would... for a clean sheet. So. <laughs> no, if I were in your position, I would be like, okay, Troy out, Gallagher in, uh, Torres out, Saka in, or something like that. And I would just go yeah, a week without. I was impressed hope... with the Arsenal boys, I know, but I just don't want to like. I, I definitely don't want Arsenal against Brighton. I don't give a. Fuck I did. I did say to you guys in a WhatsApp. I was like, after that Arsenal result. I was like, wow, I'm all over Arsenal at the moment. But that's me just being spontaneous as fuck. But look, come here. I stuck to my guns. I kept Bamford so I could have these two free transfers. I have these two free transfers because I'm sticking to my original plan with all your decisions. 
I am still going to go ahead. Suggestions, Penny. Suggestions, not decisions. Suggestions. I, I, I do really, it hurts me probably to take out Antonio. And maybe I won't, Seamus. Maybe come, you know, maybe Friday like, I might my, change my mind. Penny, my, trans, my proposal is to sell Ronaldo for Antonio. And your proposed transfer is to do your best to keep Ronaldo on the team, sell Antonio to get to Lukaku. Yeah, so, I know. I mean, like, well, I am. Uh, well, right for you. Well, right for Forty-four k at yeah, the minute. Yeah, I that one million. So you know, we can see the contrast in size there. But I, I, I just. Yeah. Why are you the one bringing rank up, Paddy? It should have been Seamus bringing them. But that's what I mean. I mean, like you know, I knew. I know he's doing a lot better. Than... No, 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 no. That's not. I what guess. This... I guess you know, like. If I was, to, I think everyone plays their own game, and that's I just need to have Lukaku in my team. I, I think I I need to have him in there. Like I need I, to have him. I, in. I think so too. I'm I'm with you, I with agree, Lukaku, but, but I don't agree with. The, I don't agree with the way you're doing it. Yeah, I'm like yeah, not at all costs. Yeah, um, I would be like in that more middle ground where I'd be trying to achieve what you're trying to achieve, but fix a few fires at least. You know. Yeah, well, but but I think <laughs> I think I can get away with these fires though. I think. Right, like, there's no point in me getting rid of Torres now, in a way, okay? Not with Game Week. What, when's it coming up there? He's I don't playing, know, uh, do you really... Game Week 8. I just love how you've had, like, like eight and a half players start this week, and you're like, I think I can get away with it. Like, you didn't get away with it this week. Why do you think you can get away with it next week? <laughs> you know, this... Well, Traore has to start say... against Newcastle. Traore has to start But he might not. Newcastle. They just won their first match Wallace. of the season this, with this the match. true subs. That's something I wanted to talk was yeah. about. Uh, for yeah. Is Trincao Traore rested this week? Uh, the Huang um, lad and I can't remember the other guy that started. Potence. yeah. The, it's changing it up and they get their first win. Like You definitely can't rely on Traore to start. Whether you could get rid of him is a different story. Because I, as I said to you before we started recording... I would I would hold for the Newcastle match and hope he started. He's yeah. the, but there is a strong yeah. chance that, you know, if he does start and say they draw one one, is he going to start the next game then? Because like he's just going to go straight back to what got yeah, him. Yeah, I know. Win. But by that stage, then I have a transfer to fix that. Like I can go Tory, I can go Triori, You know, to have a few a few pound in the bank probably, or I can make a, a minus four maybe and get Rafinha in. Sure, on the YouTube. I might call Paddy and his Paddy. I'm in the middle of yeah, I'm in the middle of changing it. Look, I just changed it. <laughs> I oh never my god. So handsome. I've been trying to change that subtly for about <laughs> three minutes. Three fucking minutes I've been trying to change that. And just as I was about to hit transition, there you go. The names are back. This right, is guys, your fucking so fault you for being... Tell me my, move, my, my whole fucking plan's <laughs> fucked. Is that what you're telling me? I think Bamford Antonio out to... As, <clears throat> to, as Seamus put, shoehorn Lukaku in. I wouldn't be a, a fan of that, no. I'd just go without him, or I would just go Ronaldo to Lukaku if you want Lukaku that much. I mean, put it this way. Are you no, going to... I'm not going to Ronaldo. Who are you going to captain this week, Paddy? Ronaldo. You're, you're not going to captain Ronaldo. Fair enough. Keep Why are you so desperate to shoehorn in Lukaku? So if you're not even going to captain him, get no, him next I w- week. I would probably captain Lukaku actually. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say if well, you're going to captain Lukaku. Lukaku. Sorry, I'm looking at my boss team and and Lukaku's captain, obviously. Yeah. So, so yeah, Paddy, you, you captain Lukaku this week. I mean, look at Ronaldo's next fixtures after that. Okay, after that he's like away Leicester. You going to captain him there? No. You going to captain him at home to Liverpool in game week nine? 
No. Okay, you can make an argument for away to Spurs in game week 10, but even then, that's an away game. Uh, and right, then Seamus, you're getting, Man City, you're, get, you're getting through to me, Seamus. You're getting you're through to me. No, he's really. bullying you, Paddy. He's bullying no, you. Get, you're getting through to me, Seamus. You are, you are. If you're not going to captain him, and if you look over that same period, there is definitely captainable fixtures for Lukaku. Just do a straight swap. Is and that... then you can use your other transfer to address one of your other problems, like Bamford. Um, you know. Right, so, yeah. No, you know what? But no matter what happens, Paddy, Whew. nothing is to be done until after the Europa matches on the Thursday. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yes. Um, and then, suppose we look... We're not going to go down that far, but yeah. But then, what about all the people, Seamus, that are going to do that fucking sheep move you're telling me to do? Get rid of Ronaldo for Lukaku. And then Ronaldo starts banging, like... What happens then? Do we all just, you know, fucking... Just I think you just ignore or... Seamus and you listen to me. That's what I think. Well, what, I think... What? I think this week is the one week that Ronaldo could punish you. I, I mean, ideally, you'd want to sell next week, okay? That's why I don't think... That's why I was saying yeah. you don't need to get Lukaku this week. I mean, I I would consider, like, rather than sell at home to Man Every- City, I would I would captain uh, Ronaldo against at home to Everton this week um, and just fix my other problems in my team. And then next week, just go, when he's got a tougher away fixture to Leicester, just go, right, Ronaldo to, um, to Lukaku at that stage. Because Southampton you know, could 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 prove difficult for for uh, Chelsea. Definitely. No, I think you're right there. I think you see that's why I love this podcast because there is clarity. <laughs> clarity comes into my mind. You know, like I get be sitting there all week. You know, I like I was chatting to you guys last night. I was saying I'm looking at Arsenal now. I might abort my plan. You know, of the you know go for the Lukaku this week. Um, I might. I'm looking at fucking Saka. I'm looking. I'm looking at those young guys. They're great value. Look at Saka, like he's dashing up the wing, putting balls in, Smith Rowe. I even mentioned Aubameyang, but thankfully Seamus just shot me down right away. But it was a flash <laughs> in the pan. It was a flash in the pan, you know, mention. Nearly threw my phone off the wall when you said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely not. Uh, and then Odegaard as well. So, yeah, I think Seamus, can I give you my new plan? <laughs> I feel like I'm just. I, I feel like I'm taking control of your team. You give so. it a brief bullet Let me tell you what I've just thought up of the second right. Do so. I'm going to keep Antonio, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to sort out this fuck cluster of Torres and Triori. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to get rid of Ronaldo for Lukaku for the next game week. What do you think of that? Beautiful. I, that's would, exactly would that? what I. That's exactly what I would do. I mean, that's what I thought you would do. Wait to find out more about Bamford, but Bamford could be ready this week. Okay, I was surprised he missed out. If I'm honest, but can I can I tell you that I was stressed about those moves I was doing. You know, I did know there's something there was something there telling me that there was something not right about it, and I tried to convince myself that you know it was the right thing to do. But looking at the team when I was doing it, it wasn't adding up. I was making excuses, and you know. Seamus and, and Jer, the clarity that you've given me now, I feel like a free Seamus man. Seamus has just like led you down the fucking garden path. That's what he's just done. No, but I think the both of you... Well, Seamus was led down a garden path by Rubber Ducky last week, and it's all good, isn't it, Seamus, to get other... I was know, not. I, I allowed myself to... Uh, shut be, the duck up. <laughs> I, I allowed myself, and I'm going to give Rubber Ducky credit, because I allowed myself to... You know, do what was my original thought in the first place. Like, I had Sarah on my team before I wildcarded. 
with this get runner games in mind but they lost to, to wolves 1-0 um <clears throat> and then as i was doing it i was like didn't want gray i gray in my team because i think what happened was sarah wasn't going up because he hadn't done anything in weeks gray was like five point whatever and he was going up point one and i said i better get him that way if i decide i want to keep him you know i don't have to pay the point one extra so i got him in i was like and if i don't want him i'll just go back to sarah and it was deadline day and i hadn't i still hadn't really come back to it and it was one of my last decisions I had already gone, right, I'm selling Shaw, I'm getting in Rudiger. That worked out a treat. But this last one, I was like, I think I was going Cody and, no, I was going Marcel and Semedo mm-hmm. um, as my, and, uh, sorry, Marcel, Semedo and Gray. Or I could upgrade Gray to Sar, which is what I wanted to do, but then I'd have to downgrade Semedo to Cody or Marcel, whichever one I, I didn't go for. So yeah. I had to downgrade one of those. So I, I decided I was going double those defense. And uh, I was like, fuck it, I'll just go two 4.5s, you know, cheaper. I don't need that extra upside of Semedo because uh, just because he gets into attacking positions, the man can't finish his dinner. So he's not going to score. You know, it doesn't matter if he's like one on one with the keeper, he's going to just blast it straight at him. Hit 100%. Him and I'm quite so, happy with my Cody pick as del- well, by the way. Delighted. I was delighted. I mean, I just knew that the, the points were coming for Sarah. I mean, just instinct like I mean, not yeah well, well you come come on yeah you did you didn't have him at that exact moment you made that transfer live on the spaces there you know with rubber ducky giving you a wee push but that's you, why you, i went on it that's why i went yeah. on spaces i said i wanted to talk about these one like I, I was like fuck it i'm coming on here and i'm going to take over and i'm going to tell i'm going to say yeah. the guys what my conundrum is and i'm going to get some input because i can't make i'm going to do it with no oh, pads well, no, I, had, I, had, I hadn't thought about it <laughs> exactly yeah just like this pod yeah but that this is this is the clarity that is, that comes out in this pod is just it's genuine, you know, and that's what I that's what I love about. It. Like I, I come on here like fucking two weeks planning here, and just like that, Seamus just fucking punches me in the yeah, cock. Yeah, but that's FPL. You leave this pod in two hours time, everything we said will be irrelevant because something will happen. Fucking Ronaldo well, will break his yeah, leg exactly. on yeah. on Wednesday, and all of a sudden it'll be like, yep, yeah, no, now the decision is very very obvious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, Ger. I was like, the one thing I would hate right now is for something like that to happen, like a, like a Ronaldo injury or something like that, that would force Push everyone, everyone into the there. same move. I, you want it to be difficult. You don't yeah. want it to be like making decisions for you. So I want, like, as much as I don't want to sell Ronaldo, I'm thinking, I'm like, the reason I'm saying, I said, Patty is like, I looked at it, was like, I'm not going to captain him in the next five game weeks. Yeah, you know, that's, I could have that, got Spurs. That's what swung me, but the Spurs game was, what do we say? That was game week 11. Is it? I'm just going to pull it up here. No. It's uh, game week 12. They're playing Spurs. Like, am I going... Fuck it, I've got it all wrong. Game week 10. Yeah, game week 10, they're playing Spurs. Am I going to do it when Liverpool are playing Brighton? You know? Well, they have Liverpool, um, Spurs and City what's... in 9, 10, 11. Like, that's not something you want. Yeah. I'm not... And then and Liverpool, Spurs, City in Chelsea with it in five matches. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. not something you really want. It's just just bye-bye till game week 12 or maybe game week 15. Probably game week 12. Um, you know, but you know what? I'm not going to lose any value. In fact, if I sell him now, I'll gain 0.1 on him. And by the time I buy him back, he'll probably be 12.5. And if, you know, United fanboys decide to hold on to him because they don't he's a season keeper or whatever we'll all be sitting here in game week in game week like fucking 9 or 10 going why did we get rid of Ronaldo he's after scoring like 5 goals in 3 games 3 like fucking 3 bonus points a game that's just what he's capable of it is a risk I think it's definitely a risk but um, I'm the one that didn't go with 
the two premiums in my wildcard for that very reason. I don't think I need to have the two of them, not for this period. And um, Lukaku's just fucking way too... Like that Norwich game week nine Norwich match. Oh my god! Like I just do not want to be going into that without <laughs> Lukaku as my as my cat as in my team yeah. as my captain. It's like no well, way. Are you getting Are you getting him this week, Jerry? Is he going to be your captain or are you going to? No, he'll be my else? my captain. If I get him in this week, obviously he'll be my captain. But um, but that's the yeah. It's not. It's not the easiest fixture of home Southampton. Southampton have proven difficult opposition. But you like, just you United saw how him scored against uh, the two like. That's Ronaldo that's or Lukaku is oh. gonna absolutely tear him apart. Uh, like, did you watch that Spurs match two weeks ago? Eric Dyer looked like a trembling cat compared to Lukaku. So I think he's gonna destroy Southampton. I think that's what he does. He's a flat track bully. He's always been a flat track bully, and he's got Southampton, Brentford, yeah. Norwich, Newcastle, Burnley in the next five matches. I'm not avoiding them. I'm going for him, and uh, and I'm going hard. Yeah, but. It's yeah, it's 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 too. What do you think about their clean sheet potential? So I mean, Brentford show have showed they can score goals. Southampton are actually aren't aren't terrible. They were a bit unlucky against Wolves, but like I mean, I know Norwich and Newcastle and Burnley are games you're thinking banked on clean sheets. But do you think um, is there anything to be said for midfield, or are we just oh, going it's got to be double defense and and. Uh... And Lukaku, I think. Um, the which double defense is the question? I mean, midfield. I know we talked about Mount. I know even in our in you know group chats up to two weeks ago, it was like Jota to Mount. You were saying that you said Jota to Mount in game week seven was one of your ideas, and um, and now yeah. we've kind of turned away from him. I think obviously Jota has been, you know, not start not starting. He got, in- he got injured. He got injured and he, yeah, he got injured. Uh, he came off after forty-five minutes. I think he got injured as well. He didn't play the next game, so uh, I thought he just said he hadn't been playing great, according to Chelsea fans or something like that. So I thought he lost his place, but apparently he picked up a knock, so uh, he wasn't available for the last game. Yeah. So that's so. I mean, he, that rules him out. I could go back there, but it's less interesting than going for a 100%. second Chelsea defender. I think, um, if it's one thing you can count on Chelsea, it's to continue where they picked up uh, last season or you know where they left off last season and um, you know really focus on uh, the defence and one just was no good sure we were tripling up not not everyone but the vast majority of FPL managers were tripling up on Chelsea at some stages last year because of how their defences looked and it's the same this season simple as that so I think two is a, is you know the go to for me I don't know which two. Paddy, like like you're talking about fixing some things in your team. Have you been looking at adding to Christensen? Because I think that's your option. It's Christensen plus like someone really solid, like a Rudiger for me. Um, or it's like a Rudiger and an Alonso. You know, I think Rudiger and Aspilicueta are kind of interchangeable in the sense of they're the most two, you know, the most likely to start. But, you know, there's the fullback and then there's the cheaper alternative like Christensen. So are you looking to add to that? Yeah, I, w- I would love to be in the position to add to that, but I- I'm I'm in no way like I've got fires here, as you know, yeah. Gilmore, Traore, Torres in the midfield. So like, it's unthinkable for me to to go down that road. I have to just make do with my Cody Christensen and Trent Alexander defense for, for the meantime. Like, and uh, you know, if I'm looking to patch things up, like Seamus was pointing out to me there, you know. I might, I might even just make one transfer this week, depending on like yeah. injury news, and I might just do the uh, try and get the Rafina in, and then maybe ha- hold two transfers for uh, because at the moment, if I'm going to make two transfers now, 
and I'm going to do that Ronaldo Lukaku, like Seamus was talking about, I would probably be looking to move on uh, Traore and Torres, but we have to see what the Bamford injury news is yeah, at the yeah. minute. You know, mm-hmm. I might do that. But at the moment, I, 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 would, I could just move ahead with Ronaldo and Antonio up top, and I could probably, you know, I might move out Torres for Rafinha, go hold Traore for the Newcastle game, and then I would have a double transfer again, and then I would probably move Traore out and Ronaldo out for Lukaku, and I would have a lot of money then to upgrade that yeah. Traore So you need basically looking away to, from, you need to focus on something that isn't Chelsea right now. You already have your Christensen, and you're trying to replace the things. Yeah. Um, Seamus, what about you? I think you can... I think you can wait a week, Paddy. I mean, yeah, Southampton on paper looks like... I mean, yeah. Southampton are that team that can lose 9 0 to any team. Okay. But I, I don't... I think they're struggling so much now that they, they can't... They're not just going to capitulate like that. I think they... Are they still waiting on their first win of the season? Have they won yet? They're they're being competitive, though. Like, as I said, they, they drew with United. They drew with City. Um, you know, they're, they're not giving up a lot of goals. I think... Yeah. yeah. 100%. Seamus. And, you know, this is all just talk at the moment. Like, you know me getting rid of Ronaldo and stuff. Uh, Ronaldo could do like something amazing against Everton and all of a sudden, you know, we're all... I'm, I'm, yeah. not, getting, I'm not fucking leaving. Totally. And the reason I'm not going to captain Luke, uh, Ronaldo this week, even if I decided I was going to keep him, um, was because United are too inconsistent. And while you were saying Lukaku wasn't really involved against Man City, I mean, that coming down to the... Like, City played excellent that game. They pressed Chelsea so well I mean there yeah. was a few times Chelsea, they, they went long up to Lukaku and he got the ball and he held it up and he already flicked it on there's really only Werner was the only person he could flick it on too so ultimately not much came of it so I wouldn't read too much into that and in other the games blank, I, yeah I wouldn't read into the blank no I, I yeah. didn't actually watch the game I didn't know if he was involved in anything or not but I just seen that he blanked so yeah I'm, I'm, and look he um he had a goal actually disallowed for offside now it was it was a good bit offside so I mean but I mean like he was they're ready to get into position. It just, yeah, that's the thing. Man City are just this defensive juggernaut this year. And I'm kind of actually, like, the fixtures are there for Chelsea. But if they weren't so good, I would just ignore them. And I would go for uh, Cancelo, I think. You know, mm. he started every game, played 90 minutes every game this season. Um, he's the he's the one player in the game I would like. I think he's, like, third or fourth highest point scorer in the game. And that ties into what you were saying earlier that bad feeling you're getting when you're talking about the moves you'd proposed. You're talking yeah. about selling the second highest point score in the game in Antonio. Like, don't do not do it. And he's missed the game. Um, just keep him. So, yeah, I think... I yeah. Think, uh, I, I think Chelsea is the way to go. And I'm not averse to getting um, Christensen. I think he could be a good option. But if I do sell Ronaldo and I do have the funds, you know, the extra cash, I think uh, I'd just go with Alonso. It's a more exciting pick. I think he probably has as much attacking potential as... Havertz or Alonso, or sorry, as Havertz or Mount. So yeah, Alonso might be the guy I might look at. Do you think there, guys? Would you mind terribly if I took a moment no, to go down no, and get no, a can? No, Seamus, I don't mind at all. As long as when you come back, you don't mind. I go for a deal, push. Deal. Deal. We'll swap out in a minute. All right, Patty. Let me ask you: What do you make of mm-hmm. Ben Rama's bonus points this week? Where the fuck did that come from? I haven't a fucking clue. And being a non-Ben Rama owner, I'm fucking well, livid. It's not, it was only one bonus point. It's not the end of the fucking world. Doesn't matter. What, do you seen how much I was waiting on that one point from that's Sanchez true, today? True. Like, you know, 
they, they, they mean everything to, to somebody, Seamus. Yeah, but do you think, care. like, see, I... I, I re-basically you know, rectified getting rid of Antonio pre, you know before my wild card by getting him back in on the wild well I suppose the Bamford injury kind of forced me into it but I've I've basically gone back on it and I'm wondering if I should do the same thing with Ben Rama like did I make a mistake in getting rid of him like I mean you're looking at the likes of Tares and, and Treore and looking at somewhere to go what are your thoughts on Ben Rama like is he's is his time done yeah no, well, he's on my radar. You know, if you look at the price range I'm looking at at the moment, Ben Rama is one of the guys yeah. that are popping up. But I, it, it, it feels dirty to me to go there because I just didn't grab those yeah. points at the start. It would feel, you know, to be honest, at the moment, and, you know, I know people will be shaking their heads right now for that price range that I'm at Traore. So I'm looking over there at those Arsenal yeah. young kids, you know, and those fixtures and... There's some, I think there's something there. I just feel it that you know, Saka. I was like, he's so lively looking. Return this week. Um, yeah, I know, I know it's you know, chasing points and all, but no. he looked really good. I watched that game think, and they've got you, some. You hit the nail yeah, on the head, Paddy. Like when you look at West Ham's fixtures, uh, coming up, Brentford, uh, this week, which we kind of know what both teams are bringing to it, could be anything, but then Everton Spurs. Liverpool and City in the following six matches like they're not fixtures you really want to be looking at especially if you did have an Antonio so I do think then you look at Arsenal you've got Brighton this week in game week seven that'll be a tough one but after the international break you got Crystal Palace Villa Watford Newcastle all within those six you know so I think um, no I think you're bang on I think there's money there's a bit more value to be found in the Arsenal midfields with the likes of Saka or with the likes of um Smith Rowe, I suppose he he picked up his his big haul this week, fifteen pointer. Uh, Odegaard is one that's yet to. I don't think he's he's done massive amounts, but he he's playing. He's starting, isn't he? Is he starting, Seamus? Yeah, yeah. He, he I was looking at his fixtures and his minutes played, and he I think was it ninety minutes his last so. couple of games, Seamus. Who we talking about? Odegaard. I'm going for a plus here. Odegaard. Oh, I'm not looking at Odegaard at all. He scored a free kick the last day. I mean. He's yeah, he's not really on my radar. I haven't looked at the stats, but I mean, it seems quite clear to me that Saka and um, Smith Rowe are the two there that stand out. I mean, if there was, if they weren't there, yeah, maybe I'd be looking at Odegaard's stats. But like Saka was the guy in my head who looked, you know, bright. You know, I remember what he was like last season. He constantly ticks over. I mean, for his price for six million, you don't need Ben Rama level returns. All you need is six points. I get six points for a guy who's six point two million or whatever he's dropped to now. It's like he's just prices drop, drop. As soon as it kept dropping, I was like, I'm going to watch this guy for when their fixtures turn. But Smith Rose has been dropping too, and he started even lower. He was 5.5, so it's he's 5.3 now. So, yeah, no, I mean, you saw, yeah. you had him last year. I mean, he's your boy. I mean, I feel guilty getting him in if because I'm think, like, oh, I'm stepping no, no, I think he'll be yeah. around for a while. I think uh, I got, I got, like, I do have those fond memories of last year, but I think we're going to be seeing. Smith more, Smith Rowe a bit Rowe a bit more this season. Uh, he had started the first three matches, ninety minutes in all three. Then I think he came on as a sub uh, or went off injured against Norwich. He was yeah he was I think he went off injured or he was ill was he ill? went off injured I can't remember because he, he missed he the next game he only played sixty minutes in the next game but he's played eighty seven in this so you got to think he's kind of weaning his way back on. I'm very happy to give the Brighton match. And then the international break, like, you know, to basically give the Brighton match, see if he starts in that. And then uh, assuming all goes well in the in the international break, maybe look at targeting game week eight with Crystal Palace. Uh, I'll, te- I'll, 
I'll tell you what, though, Ger. All right, I know Paddy's gone here, but uh, if you're looking at getting in on Arsenal, um, yeah, Brit- uh, Brighton doesn't seem like a, a great fixture exactly. um, because they're starting the season very well. However, they were missing Basuma today, and Crystal Palace were all all over them. Uh, from what I saw, Crystal Palace were like the do- more dominant team. When they went down, when they went the ahead, they kind of said, "Okay, let's see what you can do." But and Crystal Palace do look better. That's what I was going to say. Like how but, much? Yeah, if Basuma, like, Basuma missing, is obviously a big. Uh, a big uh, missing link in Brighton, but like Palace have looked pretty decent. Like I didn't see the match today, and you did. D- which kind of is it a bit of one? You know, half, six of one, half a dozen of the other kind of thing. Yeah, I mean Arsenal are decent too. Like let's not. No, just, no, I, I mean, mean sorry. Yeah, yeah we I meant between Arsenal Brighton was... and Crystal Palace. How much of it was Brighton missing Basuma, and how much of it was yeah. Crystal Palace actually being somewhat of an attacking force? It was. It was both. It was fifty-fifty. Like, uh, like Crystal Palace were were pretty good. They dominated on the ball. They've got good players. You know, they've got options. So it's hard to focus on just shutting down Zaha. Edward started today. His first game. Uh, Conor Gallagher looked lively again. Won the penalty. Um, but Arsenal have plenty of those players that will trouble. Uh, yeah. Brighton. You know, and their best kind of player to shut that that shit down is fucking Basuma and he if he's like let's listen to the press I don't know why he was missing today but if he's out again against Arsenal I have no problem going for Smithrow or uh, Saka in that game but if he's back you know yeah you know you get I, I'd still probably get one of those in if I needed to make the funds with Jota um, but I think I, I think I might I'm thinking I'm just going to make my two forward transfers I mentioned like Antonio plus one other um, it would be yeah, Bamford, Timmons. I was actually even looking at the likes of, for a moment, I was looking at like Watkins or Ings, but like, Ings, like Aston Villa, Ings isn't doing anything. So I don't know. I mean, Burnley are playing Norwich. I could get Chris yeah. Wood. <laughs> I could play Chris Wood this week, play him against Norwich, bench Jota, and then next week, no, bench I, Jota again, or put against Man fun. City and I play think Jota. Chris Wood, if you were like, there's going to be a certain amount of people that are wildcarding in game week uh, eight, you know, like which was I think both our original plans. I don't know, I can't speak for you, but I know it was certainly my plan was to to wildcard after this game week. And uh, if I was, then that Norwich match, I'd have no problem sticking Chris Wood in my team. I'd be like, yeah, have Norwich, yeah. but like, nah, fuck that. City the next week. There's too many options I think up front. And there's going to be options coming back soon. I know, like, we don't know when, but, like, like the DCL, Bamford's going to come into the equation, hopefully soon enough. Uh, there's going to be options. But uh, Paddy's back with us. You've all made me uh, want to use the jacks, so I'm actually going to take a break. But I'm going to leave you with this question. It's from Nuclear Adams at Particle underscore Impact. He asks, and it, it, you should be able to relate to this, Paddy, is Torres worth playing against Liverpool since Man City versus Liverpool are most... Uh, of the times high scoring brilliant can I mould that question into my own question as well and give that to you Seamus (laughs) sure yeah because that's I was interested to hear your answer by the way but if you want to just avoid the answer ask no no but I I actually um, I'm wondering this myself like um, I have a transfer to make this week like you know and I'm looking at my midfield and I've got Tories Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking about maybe getting rid of Tories you know, but I, I'm obviously the Champions League this week to see what happens. But it won't because it, it doesn't mean like if he starts, it means nothing. If he doesn't start, it means nothing. You can't tell with Pep. Yeah, that's true so, as well. But but if he doesn't like, start, I, 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 like, I you'll, you'll, you'll start wagging your tail. Yeah. Well, he started in the Champions League well, I mean, that, I, or last week, and he didn't play this week. Well, he came on. Did he even come on? No, he didn't. 
don't know. Not even sure. I mean, like I, my, my rule, yeah, I, 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 I told you my rule about three or four weeks ago. I said I'm off. Pe- I'm off the pepper roulette now. I'm just yeah. not going to engage in it. The Man City defense is making me question that, but I'm not going near an attacker. I mean, if I was, it would be just Jack Grealish because he's playing every game. Uh, but I don't like his price. There's other options in that bracket. So I mean, I'd be going Cancelo. I'd be going Diaz, or I'm. I'd even go Ederson. But like, I'm just not getting involved so I'm not looking at their rotation because it's just it's an extra element or an extra layer to the game that I just want to avoid so you're asking the wrong man when it comes to that I would just like what I would say is and I don't you haven't asked the question you were going to ask I would just sell Torres if, out of all the players in your team he he would be the first player I'd sell yeah okay then Torres well I'm, think, I'm thinking I'm looking at Torres now so who's the best replacement of Torres do you think do you think I look at those Arsenal boys or St. Ma- yeah. not, not St. Arsenal boys it's- or what about Rafina? I don't think it's a um, a reaction to that North London North North London derby uh, to to look at the Arsenal guys. I was looking at Saka beforehand um, yeah. because considering it wasn't looking that strong, I'm looking at him more strongly now. And also Smith Rowe comes into the equation because literally I was going, these guys are priced perfectly. They've got the fixtures coming up. All I need to see is some bit of form, some kind of something to indicate that there's an uptick in performances here, and we saw that on Sunday, and that's all I need. I just need, I just yeah. need to see that once, and now I'm like, right, I'm not going for their price. I don't need them to be consistent. I need them to hit and assist every second week or something. That's fine. Um, but you can see they've got a double-digit haul, like they both got this week in them, if it hits perfectly. So I think those are two excellent options. Gallagher, I think, is going to tick away nicely all. Season, I think he's your other option. Everton assets, I'm not really convinced on them too much because I don't think it's too sustainable, although they're nicely priced. And who's the last option I was going to look at? Um, fuck, who was I going to say the last one was? The two Arsenal. Let me look at the fixtures. I'm confusing myself now. Oh, yeah, Ben, uh, ben Rama is the other one. Uh, I just feel like I feel like I go back to him. I feel like I'm admitting a mistake or a defeat. I feel like I sold him on my wild card. I think he was really lucky with that assist or that goal he got in the United game. Took a massive deflection, but he did look really bright this week. Who did West Ham play Leeds? He looked really good this week against um, Leeds. Could have could have had a goal. Um, so yeah, I think he's he's a fine option in that same price bracket. I think he was he six point five. So I think those I was are... saying, I think I was saying the opposite. Or just when you uh, stepped out for a beer, I was. Uh... I was asking Paddy what he thought of Ben Rama, and I think I came to the conclusion that no, like I agree with you in the sense that I don't want to go back on my wild card, but um, you know, Everton, Spurs, Villa, Liverpool, and Man City, uh, you know, in between eight and thirteen, that's not something I really want two West Ham attackers mm. in. No, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I I think Antonio is the option there, but if if you're like selling Antonio, then <laughs> he could be good. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think now is not the time to double up. I mean, you got the double returns. I'd be happy out just with uh, Antonio. So that's why that's why he was the last person I mentioned. I was, you know, the other the other three guys come to mind immediately. Gallagher was the guy that was in my mind as my replacement mm-hmm. with the option of those Arsenal guys, but they're they're now you know shining bright yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. center. Plus Rafina, have you have you got Rafina? No, doesn't have Rafina. Yeah, can I? I have a Rafina. I was just going to say, God, I love this podcast. Can I just tell you my two transfers now that I'm actually looking at right now? Cool. The second, um, Traore and Torres out, okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at Rafina and Saka, and that gives me 0.7 million in the bank. And with that, I have Bamford, Antonio, Ronaldo. Ronaldo can go to Lukaku, like you were telling me, Seamus. And then I have Rafina, Saka, Salah, Jota, 
and I'm quite happy with the defense, the three defense. But I mean, then I, I, have, bre- I have breathing space to get rid of Jota if needed be. Mm. I love that. I, I really love that. And if you sell um, Ronaldo not, the following yeah. week for Lukaku, you probably yeah. free up another million. That 1.7 million, if you wanted to take a hit, can become a second Chelsea defender. Exactly. And already I feel, you know, that this shitty kind of like couple of weeks I've had is sal- salvageable with those two transfers. Oh, I know. You're, of course it's salvageable. You had a pretty yeah. decent start. Like, I think your first game week mm. was pretty okay, the first two. So, I mean, you had a nice uh, cushion. But I mean, sure, we'll see how the how the Europa League and the Champions League pays off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I, to, to add, to just to, to underline um, Nuclear Adam's question, okay, um, this whole I, you know, Liverpool, Man City are often high-scoring affairs. I don't think it's going to be a case this year. Both their defenses are really good. Yeah, it could happen. I don't see an open attacking game here. I see this is, is more Liverpool's likely to be defense really good. Than no, they're not really good. That's the, uh, maybe let me change that. But Man City's is insanely good this year. Yeah. So. Um, like I think they'll keep it tight. Man City, uh, Liverpool could keep a clean sheet, but I mean, I I expect City to win this. Um, I don't expect it to be three all. I think it's more likely to be nil all than two all. I'll definitely. To... I I agree with you in terms of like what my head is saying. I know my FPL heart will be wishing that Liverpool pull this one out of the bag because I'd be going into this more than likely with three Liverpool players, and uh, it's not something I want to do. But I do think City are gonna. You know, put maybe win this one two nil. I don't think it'll be high scoring, so I agree with you there as well, Seamus. Yeah, yeah, no, me too. One, uh, one all. Trent Alexander Arnold goal would be perfect. Yeah, I'm with that. All right, all right. We'll wrap up the game week there. Before we go, I just want to draw attention to the FBL Hangover Mini League. Um, it's we are we were taking a bit uh, aback today when we saw who actually was sitting on top and I've refreshed the page and uh, it stayed the same so she's still sitting on top but uh, anyone who listens to the show kind of regularly will probably know uh, of Helen because we've mentioned her a few times she's been listening since the start and uh, yeah basically she's top of the FBL Hangover Mini League this week so congratulations to Len FC, she's uh, sitting there pretty after listening to all this shit for four years. She's finally sitting on top of it. it will, it'll be to second place, Rubber Ducky's uh, dismay, Donald Don Hannigan, Donnie's in third, and Mailera McDonagh. That's a tough one, even for me to pronounce. And Fbl Dad and fourth and fifth, respectively. But uh, big congratulations to Len Seamus. You bit, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Long time listener of uh, the pod, asked plenty of questions. Uh, over the years, so delighted to see uh, Finner, Finner face up there as well and uh, breaking up the boys club. Yeah, well done, Lene. Um, I, I just realized there was a question here for the drunk tank that I don't know if you have tagged here. It came up um, when I shared. It was just uh, from Liam, you know, uh, FPL underscore Liam, another yeah. uh, regular question asker on the show. Uh, he was just saying, Shaw Truder, a no brainer. In my mind, yeah, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, is he injured? Shaw is injured now, so yeah, that's a that's a no-no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. I think Shaw that's might it. be. I think we don't. I don't know. Again, obviously, depending <laughs> Champions League. I'm hoping it's a misses the Champions League match is back for the weekend kind of injury. That was the impression oh. that the the journalists were saying today. That it's like, oh, that's maybe what it is. But fingers crossed. But yeah, it is a no-brainer. Shaw to Rudiger. I'll be looking at maybe going Shaw to another Chelsea defender. Maybe Cancelo if I wait a week instead. Um, so yeah, Shaw's out. Shaw's done. Um, 
But uh, yeah, good shot, good uh, good catch, Seamus. Uh, yeah, but that's the mini league. That's the drunk tank. That's the episode. Uh, Seamus, tell everyone where they can find us. All right. Well, if you're watching us right now on YouTube, you know to like and subscribe this YouTube channel. Uh, we are at FBL Hangover Podcast, so that's the YouTube channel name. Um, you can also find us on all the good platforms. I listen mostly on Spotify, podcasts, uh, Pocket Casts, excuse me, also on Apple Podcasts. And make sure if you're on Apple Podcasts, you like, rate, and review um, the podcast, please. Um, yeah, make sure you subscribe as well on the other platforms so you get the little notification when we come through. We're also on all the other ones, Podbean and all these things as well. Um, so wherever you get your good podcasts, we're going to be on. If you want to send us any questions, we're on Twitter, primarily at FPL Hangover. And uh, you can also send us an email at uh, FPLHangover at gmail.com. Absolutely excellent. Paddy, where can all the fine folk find yourself? You can get me at um, FPLViking underscore on Twitter and the Viking Dippers on Instagram. And uh, I just want to say thanks, everybody, for listening and uh, coming on this uh, this journey with us all today because I didn't have a fucking clue what I was going to do before this podcast. And, and now I do. Yeah. Thank you. And it'll all be gone down the drain. But sure, you'll be doing spaces on Friday night. Last order, this will be up once again, won't I? Yeah, well, yeah, we'll be doing the spaces again, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But at the moment, I'm really content. But we'll see. Nice. Things can change. Excellent, excellent. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's all the dirty details. Um, before I go in on the excitement of Helen being top of the Tiger League, or top of the Hangover Mini League, I did um, forget to say that we will be closing it after the next game week. So. If you want to get in, the mini league code is still there. It's PC0861. If you're watching YouTube, it's on the screen. Um, PC0861. So if you do, that'll be the, the last chance because we probably won't be around next week post-international break. We think we're going to probably enjoy that week off. But we will be we'll be back the week after and uh, we might have we might have another guest along with us. We'll see how things work out. But we will be back before game week eight kicks off that's for sure um i would like to thank you all for listening joining like subscribe all that kind of stuff and most importantly god bless